Hello everyone and welcome to Nerd Factory Reboot. Today we have a very special episode as we're going to talk about all things gaming. Every news about gaming that ever happened in this week, I'm gonna try and fit them all into this one tiny bit of episode, but I'll do my best, so yay! Let's go for it! But before we start, guys, I wanted to remind you that we have a My Hero Academia chapter review episode coming very soon, of course, and... I also have a very special episode that is dedicated to reviewing Mafia Definitive Edition. Definitely don't miss that. This is perhaps one of my beloved games of ever in terms of, you know, Mafia type games. So don't miss the review because it's going to be something special. So now let's get into the game news! Alright everyone, let's get into it because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, without any further ado, let's get into it because there's so much to talk about as usual. So, here we go. Final Fantasy XIV had an upcoming expansion called Endwalker, which was supposed to be a very important expansion in terms of story and stuff like that. However, unfortunately it has been delayed for about two weeks. And... The announcement came, of course, via, uh, you know, social media and stuff like that, but it also featured a um, little bit of a letter, a uh, little of a letter, like, you know, from the director himself, and it seemed that the guy was in real bad place in terms of, you know, pressure, because the way it was written, it was so like, dude, just take a break. We don't want to kill you at this point. I mean, the thing is, we games these days it's just so, such a hard work that many developers just i don't know they burn out so let's hope that doesn't happen but still endwalker will be delayed um for two weeks and apparently it will launch a day before halo and you know it's it's weird but some people are like why is it launching before halo are you guys crazy if you know, you know who I'm talking about. But seriously, if anyone plays Final Fantasy, they don't give a shit about Halo. And if anyone plays Halo, they don't give a shit about Final Fantasy. So, win-win, I guess. I mean, there's a very small percentage of people that do both. But most, they have the priorities set, and you know, it's very different from each other. Continuing on, Devil May Cry anime had its first details coming out. Before I tell you the details, do mind that this is not the anime that came some years ago and it was actually really good and was also referenced in Devil May Cry 5. But this is a different one. In fact, I'm not exactly sure if this is a reboot or continuation of any sort, but I would bet that it is because basically that anime is now canon thanks to Devil May Cry 5. So we can say that, yeah, this is, you know, of course it's canon as well. But here are the details. Season 1 scripts are done, they have 8 episodes, and they will have multi-seasonal arcs, which means that it's not going to be one season only. And if honestly, if it's anything like Castlevania, it's going to be amazing. 
Continuing on, Virgil and Lady are confirmed to make an appearance. This is really awesome. I would love to see in what capacity does Virgil come. And where does the story even take place? You know, I, I'm actually really curious. Like, if we have Virgil and Lady, there can be a lot of timelines that they can actually show. It can be Devil May Cry free. It can be... I don't know flashbacks where Virgil comes from. There can be so many things. It can be even a continuation of five. Who would mind that? No one. I would love to see continuation of five. I mean, we may not ever get a game with Devil May Cry again, but anime? Hell yeah. Continuing, Capcom supports the show and they are working directly with Kobayashi-san. And, for some reason, they felt necessary, it was necessary to say that Chris Pratt will not voice anyone in this anime. I mean, kudos to you guys for saying it. It's a piece, you know, off my mind. I mean, it's really, really important for me. Elden Ring, on the other hand, had a showcase of gameplay, and my god, the game looked really good. If you haven't seen the 20-minute showcase, go... And watch it, it's simply astonishing. The world itself, the bosses, the enemies. It's just simply sublime. And it's not something I can actually describe here. Because it's so amazing. And there's of course, of course, waifus popping left and right up. Just because, you know, people saw them and they're like, oh wow. Because, you know, we love Miyazaki, so now we love this. On the other hand... We were introduced to different classes in the game, six classes specifically were shown. Uh, Warrior, Enchanted Knight, Prophet, uh, we had, sorry, five actually, Champion and Bloody Wolf. Each of them have their own B variation, which for most of them seems that you know they have a big bat. That's how they're going to fight. And many people are currently saying that, hey, we're going for Bloody Wolf. Good for you. Good for you. So, yay, Elden Ring. We're happy. So, continuing, um, Nintendo apparently is going to invest $900 million in game software. And they will also do uh, $450 million in IP expansions, such as movies, which is a really good... Um, amount honestly i mean not every movie has to have you know 200 million dollars and it's animation so it can be less it can be 100 it can be i don't know 120 that kind of ballpark if they really want to invest so that means that we probably get four movies out of this budget that's not bad also they also said that up to 2.7 billion dollars in infrastructure to reach consumers such as my nintendo nintendo online and eShop and retail stores you know nintendo if you really want to invest why not invest in middle eastern countries i know you do saudi arabia and places like that but why not try and come to you know iran that would be really helpful and you stop scalpers from you know ripping us off so nintendo is doing really well with switch they has they have sold um more than 90 million units of nintendo switch and uh they are going to try and release the um you know next nintendo console i mean 
that's how we're gonna try and say it. Next Nintendo console sometime before 2099. Actually, in the you know thing that they showed uh, in the slideshow, it says 20XX. So let's hope that it's before 2099 and there won't be any delays. But I'm kidding. So they are thinking about next gaming system and stuff like that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's Switch Pro or Super Switch. We honestly don't know what's going to be, but let's hope that it's a good one. Continuing on for games that were released in this week and the reviews that came from for these games, actually, Forza Horizon 5 came and it has a score of 91. Yay! So now it's one of the few games this year that was, was a new release and not a you know remaster or remake that got the must-play badge. So great job. Congratulations, Forza Horizon. On the other side, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 got a score of 87. Pretty darn good considering how Shin Megami Tensei is not nearly as popular as Persona for some reason. Of course, not some reason. They're very different games. They're not exactly the same. And, you know, I would say that, you know, they're... This difference can make or break it. And it seems that, to me at least, it seems that it's making it. Hopefully, this version of the game will release on other consoles as well. Hopefully, PlayStation at least. And we'll get to see what they have cooked that got 87. I know it's not near the levels of Persona 4 Golden or 5 or Royal, but still pretty good. Call of Duty Vanguard finally got released. I'm just saying this that it got a score of 77. That's all kind of a, you know, I don't know, uh, coverage that it gets from me. Football Manager 2022 got released and it got the score of, you know, 87. Great job. Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy might have gotten 81, but it seems that people love it so much they're praising it that it got a score of 8.8 .8 user score on Metacritic. It seems that people are enjoying this game far more than any critic, and that's great news. This is what we exactly want to see, people enjoying games. Riot Games also, they are bringing League of Legends, Valorant, Runeterra, and Team Flight, Team Fight Tactics to Epic Game Store, all of them available right now. They also said that established players will still be able to sign into their existing accounts and use their existing friends list. Downloading any of the free-to-play games will install the new Riot client with direct access to those titles. So, basically, you're not installing the games, but rather, you are there at the Epic Game Store, but you're launching another launcher to launch your game? Seems weird. Still, who cares? They're there. It Takes Two is also available on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play, so if you haven't played that game, what a good value. I mean, honestly, EA Play seems like a good value for 20 bucks. Actually, I think 30 bucks for a year. It's not that bad. I mean, you have to wait to get some of the games, but you get them. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, most of these games that come, I actually get them pretty quickly. So, yeah, it's not really worth that much to me, at least. But speaking of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you also get access to pre-downloading GTA San Andreas Definitive Edition. This game will release, of course, not now, but 
in some amount of time. We still have to wait until November 11th, but you can pre-download it now. Speaking of Elder Scrolls and November 11th, Elder Scrolls, the special anniversary edition, whatever the hell the name is now, has its price set at $50. Holy crap. Bethesda, do you really think it will sell? Who cares? They do it and people still, some of them buy. I don't know. Why? Also, believe it or not, uh, if you have the special edition and you want to upgrade to the anniversary edition, this is a very weird naming scheme. Who came up with this? You have to pay 20 bucks. So for 20 bucks, you get so many mod content. Why not play on a goddamn PC? It's not that difficult. Oh, God. I don't care. I really, really try not to care. Also, there's a news I will leave it behind for, of course, uh, anime. Um, Elden, Elden Ring will have, aside from this amazing collector's edition, which if you haven't seen, go and search and you'll see it has a beautiful statue that comes with it. Elden Ring will have a unique version that is exclusive to Europe, Middle East, and Africa called Launch Edition. It comes with so many stickers, a woven patch if you want, and so much more. Believe it or not, in this launch edition, you get the game, you get art book, you get uh, art cards, you get a poster, and apparently you can also get a steel book in some places. I have no idea where you can, but I've seen, you know, basically, you know, like, um, you, you get you get it like somewhere it was stuff like that. I kind of lost the word there. I'm kidding. But anyways, yeah, this is a launch edition. It's like you know Persona Five Royal and uh, Yakuza, like a dragon. Where the launch editions featured still books. Of course, these are while supply lasts. So if you are really hoping to get this game, and it's steel book or poster or anything that comes with the launch edition which seems to be so awesome compared to something like cyberpunk and witcher 3 as well you can do that this is really really good value so if you really into elden ring and you know you want this the launch edition you gotta live in europe middle east and africa so not bad honestly not really bad and it's it's pretty cool pretty cool but the thing is that um, if you want to pre-order this particular edition you do have to select your country and see if it is available in your country as well so the thing is that technically it should be available and you know these are region 2 as far as I'm aware so doesn't really matter but it seems that some people had this problem maybe it's because you know localization so don't don't really think it's a bad thing. Total Warhammer 3 will launch on Xbox Game Pass for PC Day 1, which is really awesome. It will launch on February 17th. Many people are thinking this is because, you know, Sega and Microsoft have signed a new deal to use Azure uh, Cloud Service. I do not know if this is the case. I have no, you know, knowledge of that. But just because Sega and Microsoft are working together doesn't mean that Sega and, you know, Xbox want to work together that much so don't really go far into it thinking like that but you know honestly I'm 
I'm happy that you know, they're getting, you know, a really cool strategy game. <sighs> okay, continuing on. Elder Elden Ring also apparently has a premium collector's edition, which includes everything that was in the collector's edition, like the steelbook, hardcover art book, Statue of Millennia, Blade of Michaela, and it features a official helmet replica one-to-one -one scale, which seems really cool. Yee, nice, I like it. <laughs> so, if you're a fan of Elden Ring, I think you guys are going to be really, really excited for everything that this thing has. So, the funny thing is, there's a person in Elden Ring who's called Melina, and she's apparently a sort of, like, firekeeper deal, from what we know. And we also have a character called Melenia. Melina. Melenia. Their hair looks so much like each other, but one of them is shorter and doesn't have an eye, the other not. Could they be related? Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. We don't know. You can use summons in fights. You have online co-op, PvP, and invasion are all supported. Basic souls stuff, as usual. You can take down bosses down in co-op, as usual. And uh, you can also summon a dragon's head to let it spit fire. That's... That's dope. <laughs> Anyways, also, the Volver um, is basically now worth one billion dollars and Sony has decided to buy a 5% share in the company and they have invested in them so it's pretty cool that Sony is doing these investments really slowly like you know sometimes with them sometimes with the other guys it's like you know they're looking at these guys and they're like okay can we work together does this thing work and uh, you know it's really cool that, you know, Sony vets these guys before he goes after them. But honestly, Sony, Devolver is pretty awesome. You should go after them. Devolver lost Fall Guys. You should not. And, uh, you know, honestly, Devolver publishes some amazing games. Death Store, of course, is one of them. If you haven't played it, but if you have PlayStation, pre-order it now so you can play it. It's so cool. I haven't played it, but I've seen so many gameplays of it, and it just blew me away. If you own Super Mario 3D All-Stars, you probably received a new update, which was version 1.11. Sorry, 1.1.1. I think I said it correctly the first time, not sure. And this update allows players to use the brand new Nintendo 64 controller with Super Mario 64. We don't have a GameCube controller just yet, so... Maybe when it comes out, you do that. So, pretty cool. If you have that, and if you have this one as well, so you're in, you know, some high place, honestly. How did you even get all of them? So, the exact figure as for how much Nintendo Switch has been sold, it's apparently 92.85 million Switch consoles, which means at this point, this is going to surpass PlayStation 4 easily. 
Speaking of surpassing stuff, GTA V has sold more than... God, I can't believe I'm saying this. 155 million. Yeah. So, in no time, it will surpass PlayStation 2 as well. Which means that, you theoretically could say that every PlayStation 2 owner owns GTA 5. Seriously, how does it sell so much? And speaking of, of course, GTA and everything related to GTA, there are apparently some new details about um, GTA. So, let's get into it because it's not exactly a huge list, but it's, you know, good things. I mean, first of all, I don't know if this is actually real or not, so do not quote me on it and say that, hey, this is this is what's happening. But, you know, it's basically something. Something that we finally have. So, apparently this was said on the stream and this was... Sorry, it was in a 4chan post, actually. Sorry. So, yeah, take it with a huge grain of salt. Not too much. Because, you know, you'll get sick. Haha, <laughs> so funny. So, apparently, Red Dead Redemption will be remastered and will release in the second quarter of 2023. It will use Red Dead Redemption 2 graphics and some mechanics from it, not all of it. Probably gunplay and some hunting stuff, maybe. Hopefully not all of it, because it was too realistic. The uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 version of uh, the guy says W-E and N-A. Which part of the map are we talking about? But we, I think we know. I think we, we actually know which parts. Uh, will be merged with RT uh, with Red Dead Redemption 2's version. I think it's talking about the city that we go to first when we start the game in Red Dead Redemption 1. How can you merge it? Like use some assets and not use the others? Because that city was incomplete. This is a weird leak. And says mostly everything will remain the same as the original game with only exception being it will include dialogue referencing Arthur. No shit. The poor guy saved John's ass multiple times and we never hear about the guy in the first game. I mean, it probably was an oversight from the never thought that they'd do this considering that the voice actor said he will not return. But still, nice. I, f I hope that, you know, it's good dialogues. This 4chan post also said GTA 4 will also have a remaster that will release in the fourth quarter of 2023. The graphics have been majorly overhauled. The game will resemble GTA 5 graphics mixed with Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, mixed with Red Dead Redemption 2 clouds and weather system. So environmentally, the game will look beautiful. Graphically, it will look like shit because by that time, GTA 5 will be 10 years old. Why would it resemble GTA 5? If anything, it should be even better than GTA 5. Of course, this is considering that, you know, which GTA 5 we're talking about, even PS3, PS4, PS5? How many versions does this game even need? Continuing on. Uh, Liberty City will have more NPCs and vehicle density. Duh. Will include modern gameplay mechanics from GTA 5. The original weapon wheel is replaced with Vs. Okay, I can live with that. If it doesn't have that stupid, you know, slowing down time or coloring thing, I mean, just keep it the same way GTA 4 was. 
There will be free easter eggs directly linked to GTA 6. One of them is a new billboard at the airport showing GTA rendition of Chicago's skyline. Well, honestly, as far as we know, GTA 4 was basically the HD era, as they called it. And that's why GTA 5, 4, and probably 6 will all be in the same universe. Whereas GTA older trilogy, GTA 3, San Andreas, and Vice City are in their own universe and never connected to the HD era. So, makes sense that there will be Easter eggs. And the funny thing is that they're saying that this is now Chicago and no longer Vice City. I'm really curious to see what their name for Chicago is. Really am. And then there's bonus information. Yay! GTA 6 apparently is four years away. 2025 is the targeted launch. The GTA Trilogy, uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 and GTA 4 remasters are supposed to hold fans off until 2024 and 2025. You know, the way you guys, you know, set the date for these games, it doesn't really look like you want fans to hold off on you asking you guys, like, you know, where's GTA 6? Because one of them is coming late 2023. That's like in 2024, basically. So we don't even know when GTA 6 will release in 2025. So that means that one full year, we will have no GTA or Red Dead Redemption content. And suddenly we have to wait maybe another year just to see if the game decides to come out by then. If it does, this is Rockstar. They can take their time and not give a crap about what we think. Apparently setting takes place in modern day GTA renditions of both Chicago and Detroit. Yet obviously modern day, if you are going to have them all in one universe yeah definitely modern day vice city was also considering sorry that's how they wrote it vice city was also considered in 2015 to 2018 but it was scrapped in 2019 due to being too similar to los santos rockstar devs thought vice city wouldn't work in modern times because of the 80s nostalgia and just previously doing a tropical setting with gta 5 so, you know, honestly, is it true? Is it not true? I think that it's more of a, you know, wishful thinking and, you know, taking educated guesses based on how the, you know, latest remasters were, you know, basically done. So, I don't know. But I think that it's not real. I think that this is basically someone just guessing at this point. So, that's that. Take it as you will. I don't know what you guys think about it. So, continuing on. New rumors suggest like Cooper 5 began development in summer 2021. This is something that we kind of knew. And it's like Cooper Funko Pop was released in June. They say that these rumors are backed by... uh, What's this name? Shippashal? Shippashal Nick? and other less notable sources, which were detailed in a post from yesterday. I would like to add that not only was the Funko Pop released during the same time of Sly 5's alleged development, but sales are also turned out to be a huge success. Could be a Sony wanted to gauge Sly's popularity before greenlighting a new game. Another thing is that new rumors for new Sly hadn't existed until September, the end of summer. Hmm. Then the Sly teaser happened at the Sony event, 
reminiscent of the time Crash was teased in the Sony commercial and a new game released a few years later. So this is kind of reaching. I mean, so they have no source of saying where exactly did this thing come from. But they're saying some really weird stuff. If that's the case, then we should think that every game ever that was, you know, in Sony's trailers mean that, you know, something new is coming from that game. I don't believe it. And, you know, honestly, sales of Funko Pop do not reflect the sales of an actual video game. One of them costs 60 the other costs 15 10 20 I don't know well, how much do they cost that's how much they cost so honestly yeah as somebody points out the best way was simply port the games and see how many people buy them honestly I would be one of those who buys the game Assassin's Creed Infinity has new leaks so remember when I told you that there was a leak so many years ago before Odyssey was revealed that talked about um, this being a new trilogy and after the final game in the trilogy which I think the guy said that it was probably Vikings I'm not sure but um, as they said they said that you know that would be a reboot they will start a reboot with that game finishing everything and starting a reboot for the whole uh, thing all over apparently this is what's going on apparently that's what Assassin's Creed Infinity will do so it's not exactly Valhalla doing it but rather Infinity itself so a leak has said that the game will launch with uh, with free 16th century cities and locations and that more will be added in free expansions and here are some quotes from this 4chan leak Infinity will be Effectively, a reboot of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Many of the defining moments of this series, Ezio, will remain in the uh, re will remain the same. But conflicting events or stories that are widely disliked will either be retold or removed entirely from the continuity. So, Assassin's Creed Three, basically. And I don't think that people disliked Assassin's Creed Unity's story, but we want to give it another chance. You know, because that game deserves it. That game deserves to get another chance at life. That was a beautiful game. The game will not focus on a single assassin and will instead release for free with a number of small stories, each featuring a different assassin. After initial release, additional stories will be available for a currently undetermined amount. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. So I don't know if this is... Uh, you know real or not but honestly i think that many of us want you know way more stories to experience we want to see more settings i for one want to see uh, you know assassins in persian uh, setting i want to see russian assassins chinese japanese everything that we never got i mean yeah there's so much and they don't have that much time to do all of them but if infinity is what it seems to be Please do it, Ubisoft. We need it. We want it. Thank you. Also, there was some um, report coming from Square Enix that apparently decided to blame the developers, in this case Crystal Dynamics, for Avengers' failure, saying that because they did not have enough experience with monetization and stuff like that, it's their fault that the game failed. 
No, it's not, because the game was actually really good in the single-player place. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It had a good story, not perfect, good. Good story, good gameplay, and if they had gone their way, which we don't know what it was, maybe even the design of each you know, character would have been way different than trying to resemble MCU versions of themselves. I think that it could have been something really special. But we see how that can actually happen, and that's... You know, you don't have to look further than, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Square Enix, it is your fault, not theirs. Please do not say that it was. Also, somebody apparently got to playing Battlefield 2042 after preloading it on Xbox for some reason. And they were putting lots of leaks on the internet. I'm not going to talk about these leaks, nor am I going to even see it. But... Why, you know, if you're that curious to see how the game plays, I mean, first of all, the game doesn't have a single player. What's it going to show? It's all multiplayer. There's no server yet available, I think. So why would they, why are people so excited for this? It's kind of confusing to me. So, um, apparently people are still hung up on Halo Infinite having multiple campaigns. Because on the menu it says campaigns, multiplayer, and news. But then you can go to the campaign and it says, you know, it says just campaign and become. And it's showing Master Chief. So we don't know exactly if there will be multiple campaigns or maybe the main campaign will be called into different campaigns. I hope you're not hearing the terrible noise going outside. People honking non-stop for 30 seconds wow 30 seconds they actually honked for 30 seconds if you did hear it i'm so sorry and if you didn't i'm sorry that i drew attention to it anyway <laughs> xbox anniversary show is apparently a must watch according to jez corden he said this on the xbox 2 podcast and he says it's a must watch according to a trusted source and he said that there are no new game announcements so, what's the point of watching it? But I think that maybe it could be updates to some games. Or maybe it's that good for Xbox fans to watch. I mean, honestly, if this was PlayStation Anniversary show, I would definitely watch it as well. So, maybe it's that. So, let's not, you know, look too much into it. Remember that I said that Amy Henning is probably working on, you know... A Daredevil game? Apparently that's false. There's a leak, and it's been tagged as a leak, that they're saying that the game is likely an Ant-Man game or Fantastic Four project. That is really cool, but they are very different. So which one is it? On the new Fatman Beyond, Fatman Beyond, is that is that Kevin's podcast? I think that is. Mark Bernadin revealed Bernardin, yes, revealed that he's a writer on the project, and Kevin Smith says uh, the chat guessed the game immediately. The two viable guesses were Ant-Man and Fantastic Four. I don't know. So, also, apparently in the chat, a lot of people were also saying Daredevil. Just less than those two I mentioned. You know, it could be easier if somebody just watches the damn stream and as soon as, you know, 
he says I'm working on it. People just we see what what what's been typed. But seems that actually can be free. Daredevil, Fantastic Four, and Ant Man. And honestly, since it's a story focused game, I give more probability to Daredevil, and then I'll give more probability to Fantastic Four. I don't think that Ant Man would be their focus right now but I think that this makes more sense so we don't know Jeff Grubb fatty fatty grub grub has heard some rumors that's that's the news the guy hears lots of rumors and everything that he says almost I don't know 80% of them are wrong I'm not gonna even say what he said if you're really curious go to you know Gaming leaks and rumors and check it yourself. Seriously. Sorry. Uh, so. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's continue and see if there's anything else that. I think I said. Okay, I haven't said this. So. Um, apparently. Oh, no, that's not true. Okay. So, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Has a new release date, and apparently that comes from Nintendo eShop, which currently lists the game as releasing on 4/8/2022. So, do we think American? Like, does this mean that it's? I don't. The month confirms for these guys. So, 8th of April or 4th of August? Hmm. Who knows? Still, let's continue. Josh Sawyer, Obsidian Game Details from Grub Snacks. What's that? You know, I'm trying to put as many leaks as I can on this episode. Apparently, uh, they're saying they're focusing on experimental mechanics and interactions. It's still being developed by a small team. 16th century Europe setting. Still plan to have no combat. No combat. Nice. Good idea, honestly. Murder Mystery RPG, you'll be investigating murder by talking to people and building a case. You can accuse people of murder. You'll possibly continue to play even if you get it wrong and see the consequences. Plan to coming out in 2022. That's actually a pretty cool idea. I always wanted to play a murder mystery, but unfortunately, never had that many friends. And they were never interested, those who were. Yeah, anyway... Good news, good news. Horizon Forbidden West has been rated in Korea. Oh. When a game is usually, you know, uh, rated, it usually means that the game is very close to launch. So we've seen that before with Devil, with Demon's, Demon's Souls um, remake being rated in Korea and then revealing that, yeah, this is the release date, which I did say was a launch game, and many people were like, no, it's not. So... I don't know what this means exactly for Horizon, but maybe it means that they're now polishing the game up. Maybe the content is finalized and they're polishing the game, but that means would it take that much until February? I mean, think of the size of the game at this point. And the game could actually go gold maybe in January and yet still want to be released in February. So, could happen. Could happen. So, don't really, uh, you know... Uh, be sad about it. Take Two states that they have canceled a $53 million game that was unannounced. And 
a special Nick. This this is was his real name. The way they wrote it, special, it was weird. It was like Sean Connery saying it. Special Nick apparently said that this was Bully 2, while Jason Schreier said that no, it was not. So Bully 2, we don't know if it was actually cancelled or still in development or never in development, we don't know. But it seems that this wasn't the case and it was actually a game from Hangar 13, developers of Mafia. Mafia 3 and Mafia Definitive Edition. But apparently this was a superhero game with a codename Volt. That's all we know, unfortunately. Gotham Knights 2022 release window apparently is leaked via promo image which says Spring 2022. And apparently this was also liked by the voice actor for Nightwing in the game. So, hmm, not bad, not bad. I mean, Spring, not a bad date. So, now, also, just to set your mind at ease, um, there will be no layoffs at Hangar 13 after the $53 million project being canned because, you know, thank you Take-Two for doing that. Uh, let's see, let's see. Also, yeah, Jason Schreier also says the rumors of Hangar 13 making a Mafia 4 game was always wrong. That uh, they also did try to do it in 2016 and 2017, but anywhere else they didn't do it. And all these rumors you ever heard were false and fake. So, I actually wanted to say a little bit of it. Because I read them. So it's fake. Ah! <laughs> that sucks. Darksiders free art director seemingly confirmed a new Darksiders game in the work. So this was shown as official artwork. Maybe it was unannounced. So we don't know if this is a new game or maybe a potential, you know, content that was supposed to be for the older ones, but never got to be. So sucks, huh? Modern Warfare 2, the 2022 version, of course, apparently has big plans for Warzone itself and it has its own Hazard Zone style mode. Also, um, there was also, you know, really cool rumors saying that the game is now going to be much more realistic compared to the last one. It will have decision making that will be very difficult for, you know, players and it will feature PT style levels. So scary and features ghost. Why? Anyways, those are the rumors, and we also have a logo from it that apparently just was very close to the actual logo. So, if you're a fan of it, I mean, cool for you. So, also, yeah, people are asking whether or not if Sony is going to have their own event in December if they're attending Game Awards. Look, attending Game Awards doesn't mean that Sony will not be have their own event if they want to for gamers they can show just you know little bit they don't have to you know announce so many different things they can just show just a few or at least tease them and say that hey we also have our own event so if you're really interested why not check our event to see more of the game we just teased here so yeah don't think that's not gonna happen be positive it will probably happen Nintendo also updated their top-selling title data, and something to take note is that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has now beaten Mario Kart Wii in sales number, as now the top-selling game on Switch with more than 38 million units, 
Animal Crossing New Horizons, which came last year during COVID, 34.85 million. It'll probably beat Mario Kart 8 Deluxe much quicker. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, however, it's selling, it has sold 9 million less than Animal Crossing. So this is an Animal Crossing and Mario Kart Deluxe are top standing right there. And unfortunately, Smash Brothers is number three, while Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild trails with 24 million. We also have Pokemon Sword and Shield, 22 million, Mario Odyssey, 21, Super Mario Party, 16.48, 16.5, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, 13.83, Splatoon 2, 12 million, and Ring Fit Adventure, 12 million as well. Noise. I mean, the, you know, it's huge, you know, the gap between them, but still pretty awesome. Jen O'Neill leaves Blizzard co-leader role and Mike Ybarra becomes sole boss. So Jen O'Neill was one of the people that worked at Blizzard and was a co-leader there. She started in August and unfortunately she has left this position um, just recently. November 3rd this was announced and we don't know what's been going on um, honestly we have no idea why she left is there a particular reason was she really sad about the situation that was going on but still she left not a good sign for me that's not a good sign I mean that means that Blizzard is much worse right now I mean it's sad you know honestly I grew up with Blizzard games and seeing them in this kind of a dismay it just makes me really sad thinking like you know what what are you guys even doing I mean Activision just ruins everything huh so yeah unfortunately she has left and speaking of that Overwatch 2 has been delayed alongside Diablo 4 no surprise, honestly. I mean, did anybody expect that? You know, speaking of Overwatch, I would love to say this. Isn't it just easier, just like Fortnite and many other games, even Warzone, included, including Warzone, why don't you guys just, you know, remove that stupid game and say that, okay, we are now making a huge expansion, rewriting the game completely, those things that you guys want to bring Overwatch to, bring it now to Overwatch 1. Because if I remember correctly, every skin, everything that we had in Overwatch 1 would carry over. So why not just simply update the textures, update the assets, or replace them completely if you want. And just bring the gameplay changes to the current version and make, you know, Overwatch what it is. An online game that can be updated and receive those updates. It doesn't have to, you know, be a new game that we have to pay for. I mean, I'm sure many people would probably pay for the expansion if it comes to that. Not 60, but still we would. I mean, we'd love to play Overwatch, so why not do it? But still, anyways, it is being delayed, so it's kind of sad. Netflix Games has launched on Netflix app, which is available on Android and not yet on iOS. The Netflix games is not yet available on iOS, but if you have an Android and if you have Netflix, you'll be able to play Netflix games, which have been added. This was some time ago, we heard, but now it has happened. And the lineup that it has, it's Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, 
shooting hoops, card blast, and teeter up. So, not that many great games, but still is there. Microsoft CEO uh, Satya Nadella says that they plan to do some things in gaming when it comes to metaverse ideas. Now, when it comes to metaverse, they're saying that basically, you know, instead of having a game in, you know, as he puts it, he says that they are 2D in a way because, you know, it's just, you know, panel and you're seeing it there. He wants it to be completely 3D. Don't know what he wants to do, but if you are curious or didn't really understand the metaverse idea, it's like saying that Ready Player One kind of thing. So maybe they want to do it. I don't know. They they always have huge plans, but they never carry through. I mean, at one point, believe it or not, Microsoft actually had an idea and showed a video of it. That was a table. You put your camera on it. And back then it was like, you know, not smartphone camera, but, you know, normal cameras. You put it there and all the pictures and it would suddenly pop up as, you know, pictures like, you know, which are printed on this surface of this table. And you could like, you know, grab them, you know, pinch, zoom, or make it the whole screen. It was a weird idea. But everything you put there would have their data displayed immediately. So it never came to fruition, by the way. So, yeah, they have great ideas, but... Sakurai told Famitsu that he's not thinking of new Smash Brothers title as neither him nor Nintendo have discussed anything. He also explains that he's not sure whether Smash can be produced without him being there. And he says he wants to think very seriously about whether he wants to do it or not. So, do you want to do it, Sakurai? I think that the guy deserves a well... He actually should get a well-deserved break. It's been too much for them. So let's just let's just see him, you know, take a little break and see if he actually wants to do it or not. I mean at this point Smash Brothers has done so well. And for now, let's not think about a sequel. Let's just enjoy everything that they have. Coming to PS now in November, we have Mafia Definitive Edition, Celeste, Final Fantasy Nine. Totally reliable delivery service, which seems to be a fun unit, is also available on Android if you don't have it. And you can already play them right now. Also, Mafia the Final Edition review coming very soon. Such a beautiful game. New Halo Infinite map has been revealed. It's called Streets. And that's it. Xbox Game Pass has a few games that have been released and will be released in a few days. So I'm going to say it. November the 2nd saw the release of Minecraft, Java, and Bedrock Edition, and Unpacking. November the 4th saw It Takes Two and Kill It With Fire. November the 9th will see Forza, Forza Horizon 5 and Football Manager 2022 plus Xbox Edition. November 11th will see the release of GTA San Andreas, Definitive Edition, and One Step from Eden. So if you're a fan of any of these games, you're having a great month. The Tetris Grandmaster series is apparently headed to home consoles. And also, you know, in a tweet that was said, it explains that Arika is considering a new TGM title, Tetris Grandmaster title, but whether that becomes reality depends on the commercial performance of the ports mentioned above, which is Tetris Grandmaster series. All of them. Don't know what it is, but yay. Halo Infinite Early Access Digital Bundle has been spotted on the Microsoft Store, and... Apparently, this contains multiplayer mode 
and some DLC. So if you are a huge Halo fan, you can probably get this, you know, early bundle and play it. Not sure what exactly comes with it, because you know, the Halo, because on the page it says like in this bundle Halo Infinite and it shows the multiplayer. Multiplayer was supposed to be free. So, what's going on? What's in this? Show it to me. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, if you're a fan of Halo, keep an eye out. Maybe that will happen. And these are for these kinds of news. So, give me a second because I have some myself. Oh, yeah, there were some um, GeForce leaks, if you remember, that um, had so many games listed on there. And I did say that this is probably not real, that this is probably um not going to be real because if people can add to that database themselves so because god of war was uh mentioned and said that it was going to be released for pc people are thinking that maybe this leak was actually accurate more accurate than we ever thought i think however that maybe it is real to some degree but not all of it because returnal ghost of tsushima and many other games are on there as well and we know that playstation wants to bring games to pc they want to have a bigger target audience and that seems to pay off so far because apparently horizon days gone have sold more than 1.5 million at this point so it seems that that yeah it does pay off they do sell good numbers there not exactly huge numbers but they do sell so but i don't think that you know they will be coming immediately however apparently the director's cut version of Death Stranding is going to be headed to Steam sometime in 2022. So, we don't know. But I'm just going to say it again. Take that list with a huge pinch of salt. You cannot know for 100% certainty that it's going to be there. Okay? So, we don't know. We are not sure. Don't really go out of your way of you know hoping that it will happen because we don't know. There were also some rumors saying that GTA 6 is reportedly in development hell and Red Dead Redemption Remastered is coming to PC. However, as per the rumor, uh, they also you know, came out and said that you know, this was just a thought of some person and not anywhere real or basically no source whatsoever. So it was just you know someone who was thinking to themselves a little bit loudly and this is not exactly a leak or anything like that. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool that, you know, we know that it's not exactly in development hell. But honestly, with the time it's taking, let's think that, yeah, maybe it is in development hell to some degree. Modern Warfare 2 campaign will apparently feature morality system, which is why I said that it can give you some choices that are very hard to make. It will feature weapon jamming and some other things. It will have uh, extreme gore, darker tone, and again, they mentioned PT. Okay, what the hell with this PT? What's going on? Is it going to be scary? Because I'm actually curious at this point. What do you guys mean when you say PT? What about PT? We all love PT. Oh, we don't see enough PT. Anyways, that's it. That's pretty much it for everything gaming related. I hope that this was as comprehensive as you probably hoped it would be. I hope that it did help you um, get so much news that you needed, and I just hope that it was useful, okay?
So if it was, please, as per usual, um, give me a like, subscribe, follow, do whatever you can, and actually do comment if you like my episodes or not. If you have a message, I think there will be a link at the end uh, of the description of the episode where you can basically send a message or any question you might have. And if you have Anchor, why not participate in our poll and Q&A that I sometimes post for different episodes. So anyways, thank you guys for joining and I hope that you did enjoy it. And thank you. That's it. Thank you guys and I'll see you guys very soon with the My Hero Academia episode. I'm actually thinking of separating My Hero Academia, Jujutsu and Dragon Ball episodes so that they don't really conflict. So... Don't know. Depends on if I can do it. Because I have yet to read up to the point that Jujutsu Kaisen is. I have yet to catch up to it. And um, can be a little bit weird. So give me some time. I'll get up to it. Because I'm reading also a few other books as well. And playing games. So it's not exactly an ideal situation. So thank you guys for joining. And I'll see you guys next time on Anime Talk. See you guys.